So what? We watch anime. So what? We play League. We're just having fun. We don't care who sees. So what? We stay in. It don't bother me. Living young, pale and nerdy. Hello and welcome to the Reaton Entertainment Podcast, episode 240 for April 5th. 2020 i almost said march my name is nathan reen spruth and joining me this week we have andrew roa mcfain what's good and that's it nobody else nobody else uh was available to show up today uh i all guess dead they're from corona yeah all of them are dead they drank way too much corona and uh, uh i think they're all busy uh re-watching uh wwe wrestlemania day one i think that's what's happening because for some reason oh, that started right yeah for some reason they did not only are they having wrestlemania without a fucking crowd but they're also doing it on two days instead of one day and it's just it's crazy because so many people had to back out so um one person roman reigns had to back out and he was going to face goldberg for the title and uh he had leukemia last year. Like, he's had oh. leukemia. Well, he had leukemia, like, 12, 14 years ago or something like that. And then it came out of remission. And so he's like, I'm going to take some time off. I'm going to go get this fixed. I'll be back. He was back, like, less than six months later. Like, he he did very well, put it in remission, and now he's back. Uh, but then they're like, you want to do WrestleMania? And he's like, not even a little bit. No, I'm not leaving my house. <laughs> yeah, no. And so they had to change that up. Um, another one of the wrestlers got sick. And there was supposed to be a, uh, a three-way tag team match. So three teams facing each other for the tag team titles. And for some reason, one of the, the competitors got sick. And instead of saying, okay, we're just going to not have this match or we're going to do two teams, number one competitor, number one contenders match or something like that, they did a triple threat. One person from each team was representing their team. So it wasn't even a tag team match. It was just a normal triple threat ladder match. Just weird to me so they're they're just making all sorts of concessions because of this and again no crowd which is just Th that's the best part that yeah. is the one thing that i actually care about is that they're doing all of this in front of no crowd at all mm -hmm. which turns it all into this weird surrealist play it's so it's so weird and you can hear everything that the wrestlers are saying yeah like, this th it's like an art form in and of itself yeah um it, like i i am so looking forward to the memes that will come from <laughs> from all this I... where some like there's gonna be somebody doing some kind of really intense promo to a crowd of nothing they're already it's... doing it they're already doing it. i it's know great. i know and it's great um and then you know i i, I we're off on a tangent but uh, yeah. AEW. I don't know if you've seen any of the AEW stuff. Um, they had a little, they had a bit of a better idea than WWE had. So, 
WWE has like, I don't know if you've seen it, but all the lights are on and you can see every single empty seat. And they've done it. <laughs> they've done it to the point where they don't even want you to see the crew that's there. So like sometimes you'll see like camera shots will switch and you'll see like the crew ducking behind chairs and stuff. So they're not on, <laughs> on camera. Because well, they can usually use the visual noise of the crowd to like cover up whatever people are doing stuff, but mm -hmm. you've got none of that now. And no, it's, I, I just I know. love it. But AEW did it a little bit better. Um, they don't have a crowd, but what they do is that they have like 10 people out there that are wrestlers who are <laughs> cheering. Like on one side, you got, got a few heels, and on one side, you got a a few of the the good guys and you have faces yes i just i didn't want to uh alienate any normies who might not oh, know on. the I, terminology i i am a wrestling normie yeah that's true i would say that's true uh but yeah you you want so on one side you have the heels on one side you have the baby faces and there's just a few of them but it makes it a little bit better because at least you have the the wrestlers cheering on the wrestlers where with WWE, it's just so weird because nobody is there. Not a, not a single person. That's so fucking that Steve Austin clip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The best, the best thing. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, it's so weird, but um, a lot of, a lot of places were actually thinking about doing that. Um, NBA was thinking about doing that for a while and they stopped. Uh, I think that, that wrestling is such a unique form of entertainment in that, uh, you usually have only a couple people in the ring at one time with something like football or NBA or any of the major team sports, you have to have at least 10 people. And that is a bit too many people, especially when you have asshats like that guy from the jazz who was like, I might have the coronavirus and then touch the microphone and shit. Uh, um, what? Did you not see that? Do Did no, you not see no, that? that? No, they were doing a pre uh, press conference and he was joking around. He's like, I might have the coronavirus. And then he like touched everything on the desk and then left. Yeah, and then, no, people are people are going to jail for doing shit like that. Well, here's the thing. He also later got tested and does have the coronavirus. Oh, okay. So that's it was right after that that the NBA was like, we're shutting down. We're shutting down entirely. <laughs> yeah, no, fuck that. So I, I don't know. I'm uh this is this is all weird and as we were talking about right before the uh right before the, the podcast my friend Wendy lives up in Quebec, and she said that um, all Quebec businesses that are non-essential are being shut down until the 4th of May. And if you recall from other podcasts, I am I was supposed to go to Canada on the 1st of May. So uh, I just had to cancel my trip, which kind of sucks, but now I have like $700 in travel credit or something like that to... Uh, to go somewhere within the next two years. So, anyway, uh, let's let's actually ask where can we find you, Aroa? I mean, go on over to that Aroa website thing. 
that I have for my GeoCities page. GeoCities. And wait, 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 is it Geo? It's not. It's not GeoCities. No, it's Neo. It, well, it's, it, it's, it is. It's it's hosted by NeoCities. Oh, really? That's no wait. No, it's not. It's still on. It's going to be. It's still on GitHub right now. But oh, okay. It's okay. going to be on NeoCities. Okay, so road website. You can find you find that everywhere. What games have you played this week? Well, you know, been trying to trying to get through that Half Life, Alex. Um, I started a started a new job this week, so that's been it's been a problem trying to. So do is it better? Is it better than your last job? Anything is better than my last job, really. Well, is it easier I, than your last job? Well, I'm still in training, so oh, like, yeah. I'm not really. I I don't know yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, it kind of seems like it's going to be. Yeah. Um, it's a it is a network operations center position. Knock. So yeah. I'll uh I'll just be kind of waiting for stuff to break and then and then getting people to fix it. You're gonna uh, be you're gonna be waiting for stuff to break and be like, hey Jason, can you reboot that server? And they'll be like, all right, yeah. So and I, I'm I'm okay with that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Half Life Alex. I, I'm kind of disappointed that Connor's not here, but at the same time, I'd rather wait to talk to him until you beat I the game. Finished it. Yeah. Yeah. Because he finished it and he was real excited to talk about it. And I'm excited to find out what happens at the end because I have a sneaking suspicion that it's going to be a pretty big thing at the end, but I don't know. Yeah, Um, I I bet. I bet there's a huge... I think all the Half-Life games, right, have had like some sort of reveal at the end. Like, what a twist! So I'm, I'm thinking that they're going to subvert the expectation that everyone had of Half-Life Alex being just a midquel because it's yeah. supposed to take place in between Half-Life 1 and Half-Life 2. Uh I think that there's going to be some kind of like time skip or something. Uh and it's going to show what happened after the end of episode 2. That's yeah. what I'm expecting. Oh, oh I see, I see. So you think that your your idea is that at the end of Half-Life 2 there was there was something that happened and you think that that's going to show the follow up of half-life at the end of half-life two episode two. And I don't feel too bad about spoiling this because it's been long enough. Um, the end of episode two, uh, Alex's dad is, uh, killed by, um, um, God, what are they called? I don't know. These big, they're they're basically what the Combine actually are, and I can't think of, of what their name is right now. Yeah, um, yeah. But then it, like, fades to white, and it cuts off, and then you're supposed to wait for episode three. So I'm thinking that it's going to cut to that point. Um, And I did get a little bit of a spoil in that uh there is a parent, a Gordon Freeman model in the game somewhere in the files now that could just be left over from something in development that they forgot to take out who knows but it would not surprise me if they uh if they pulled something like that cuz it seems like a very valve move and then make it like a cliffhanger for 
the real Half-Life 3, which then gets announced at the end or something. Yeah, it gets announced in, in a while or so. But I'm surprised because I, I would think that I would have seen spoilers for that if that were the case. Yeah, you're right. It, somebody would have spoiled it if, it if it was actually like announcing Half-Life 3. But I wonder if it's going to lead into something like that. Now, they could theoretically change the ending later like they did with Portal. That's true. Which they've been known to do. Um, I don't know if they've done it with other games, but I know that they did that with Portal. Is um, they they changed the ending from just a static sh- shot of Chell, I think it is, Chell yeah. outside, and then they're like, oh, they had, there was like a small update, and the update was her body getting dragged back into the facility. So. It was just a minor update, but I could see them planning on that. That way, there were no the the spoilers weren't out there until later. So after people beat the game, then they they change it. But I I don't know. Or maybe there's a secret ending. Um, like if you one hundred percent the game, I don't know. Well, there could be. Uh, so in Half Life, uh, I think it's Half Life Two. It might be one of the, it might be episode one or something, but there's, there's uh, a secret thing where you can like go in a pipe or something and uh, there's a Vortigaunt that like gives a bunch of, of weird uh, foreshadowy type stuff. And there's, there was something somewhere that basically implied that the G-Man has had previous contact with Alex or something. That, Uh, that would make sense. and and we all knew from the start that like G Man's gonna show up in Half Life Alex at some point, right? Uh, well, he shows up in every Half Life game, right? Right. So, because uh, he's like this weird, not no one's really sure if he's an antagonist or not, kind of thing. Yeah. Um. So, like, it, I'm assuming that he's going to be part of whatever happens at the end. So, yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah, it's a uh, pretty cool. Um, any like other games? Any other games you played? Wow, the uh, the of course the the gotcha games. Now that you have a job, um, I, you're playing all the gotcha games online. No, no. Um, <laughs> just 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 adventure capitalist and oh, okay. communist. Oh, okay. Uh, but um, also play. I, I downloaded uh, Forza Horizon Four. Because I've had okay. this weird inkling to play a racing game, and I, uh, I, I've played uh, none of the previous Forza games, um, besides the one that launched with the Xbox One, uh, the Motorsport one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whichever one that was, it was I, Motorsport Three, maybe. I thought I it was like four or five, but I, I think yeah, they sure because I, <laughs> I, I want to say they've been doing Forza since like. Was it the original Xbox had a, had a, the first Forza game? Maybe. I, I, I think I so. Know. Go on, I'm, go on. But uh, it's really cool. Um, it, uh, I it, I like how it feels, and it's like a really cool mix of simulator racing, which I don't like. I don't like actual simulator racing, but it's like just enough of that to feel cool. Right. Well, like being arcadey enough to where I can still play it. 
and not feel like an idiot. Okay. And so, the rewind feature is amazing. Yeah, yeah, I like uh the rewind feature. I did play a little bit of the one that released on the original Xbox One when it released, because it was like one of the only games that were available for the Xbox yeah. One at release. But let's go through a brief history of the series. In 2005, uh, Forza Motorsport was released on the original Xbox. Wow, that was um, late. Yeah, it was playable on the Xbox 360 via backwards compatibility. Uh, and then there's, <clears throat> going through... Uh, we have Forza Motorsport 2, 3, and 4 were released on the Xbox 360. And now uh, we have Forza Motorsport 5, which is the one that was on the uh, Xbox 360 when it released, or Xbox One it released. Uh, Xbox One has 5, 6, and 7. So there are there are seven Forza Motorsports games, which seems like a lot more than I would imagine that they had. Yeah, that's that's just a, and plus they have Forza Horizon, uh, one through four which as well. The, yeah, I was gonna say I think Horizon started out on the Expo, and so they released four of those things in one console generation. That's uh yeah kind uh, of a well, Far Cry see. from Gran Turismo. Right, which is like, we're going to release one every 15 years, I think. That's, that's good, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, also, we'll add the damage model in in like five years after we launch the game. Uh, I'm looking, I'm looking. Yes. Uh, wait, it looks like the Forza Horizon was not was released. Horizon on 360? Yeah, it looks like that was released on the 360. I'm trying to see just exactly where it says that. But it says um, the game is also backwards compatible with the Xbox One. Oh, yep. So, yeah. Like, uh, lots of Forza games. Uh, well, that that's cool. So you had fun with Forza, which is which is good. Uh, yeah. What what car is your favorite? Um, I am working on getting the, uh, the car from Initial D. Oh. Okay, I have no idea what that is, but okay. Once I found out that the car was in the game, that was what pushed me to go. You know what? I'm gonna download it then. I'm gonna download it and I'm gonna I'm gonna unlock that car. Yeah, it's like a it's like an '80s uh, Toyota uh, something 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 Torino Torino something like that. It's like it's like the '80s equivalent of the Corolla, right? So we're gonna we're gonna move on and we're gonna talk about games I've played. I uh, I played some Overwatch, as as you do. Uh, I didn't play any Rocket League this le- this week, but I did play lots of Red Dead Redemption Two. Um, I played that Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday because it was the game I was playing through. And I, I am I the only person who does this where I get really bored of open world games after like 30 or 40 hours. Oh, like, yeah. like I'm just like, all right, I have seen pretty much everything you have to offer gameplay wise. Um, let's wrap this shit up. Let's just like, I know I can do bank robberies. I can rob trains. I can ride my horsey. Um, I, I gotcha. I, I got the feeling for the game. I know what's going on. So I was just like, I need to beat this game. So I just 
Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday were just me going through the story. That's it. I was just playing through the story. And I had to... There's the end of the game, which I won't spoil it, but there's the end of the game, and then there's two epilogues, which are another five hours long. So I, I had to... Yeah, so I had to play through... Um, there's six chapters and then two epilogues. And I played through the last two epilogues on Thursday night. So I played from 6 p.m. to almost midnight because I wanted just to get done with the game. Um, you like building the house. Yeah, it wasn't bad. I wasn't I wasn't very upset about that. It It added something else rather than just saying, oh, you bought a house and now it's on your property. You actually had to put a little bit of effort into it. Very little bit of effort, but you had to put a little effort into it. Um, so I didn't mind that. It wasn't like, you know, Animal Crossing where they're like, okay, you have to fish for 12 hours now. But, uh, it was, it was not, that part wasn't bad. As I said, everything in that game is meticulously made, very well done. I just didn't have a lot of fun with it. There's like, there's some points where I had quite a bit of fun, but overall, um, it wasn't it wasn't a super fun game for me. My it would absolutely blow my mind if a Red Dead Redemption three came anywhere close to selling as well as Red Dead Two did. Oh yeah, you know what? But I was I was while playing through the game and going through the story and everything, I was like, this would make a great movie, or this would make a great like miniseries. Yeah. Like, it would be fantastic if somebody had adapted that into, like, a Western miniseries. Um, there, are a lot of, there are a lot of really talented writers working for game studios. Oh, yeah. That need to stop working for game studios. <laughs> yeah, and, well, I mean, there's a lot of talented writers. There's a lot of talented special effects artists that oh, work for yeah, game yeah. studios. Like, there's just, it, it was a very well-made story, very well-made game. Um I could like where I'm at. I have um, a, it, I live in a very rural rural area. That's, that word's hard for me to say. I don't know why. And stupid word it is. But a lot of people here still love westerns. My brother-in-law loves John Wayne movies. Absolutely. I like westerns. Yeah, uh, I I'm not a huge fan, but. Uh, there are some really good ones, like Tombstone. Love Tombstone. Um, but So there's a lot of really good Western movies, and a lot of people really like Westerns. So I really think that if like Netflix or Amazon Prime was like, hey, we're going to make a little mini sh like TV show. It's going to be like six episodes on Red Dead Redemption. Do you know how many people would watch that? Yeah, it would probably be fantastic. Yeah, it would make so much money. Um, so there's there's your 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 free idea, Rockstar Games. Like, go and make billions of dollars on a, a Western movie made by Netflix that's Red Dead Redemption. Anywho. Um, and then on Friday night, I played some uh, Jackbox Party Pack. I have Jackbox Party Pack, I think, one... Three, four, and five. I do not have two or six. Um, and my friend was like, you have Jackbox Party Pack. Why not do Jackbox Party Pack on Friday nights? 
So I may, I don't know if it's going to be every week or if, it, if I'm going to change it to every other week, just so people don't get bored of it. Um, but Jackbox Party Pack uh, every every Friday or every other Friday at Mixer.com forward slash Reaton. Speaking of which, you can find me everywhere. Mixer.com uh, forward slash Reaton. Uh, YouTube.com forward slash Reaton. Reaton Entertainment. ReatonEntertainment.com. Uh, Twitter at Reaton. Blah, blah, blah. You can find me all, the, all of those places. Um, press the follow button, subscribe button, all of that jazz. Uh, we're going to move on and we're going to talk about some stories. Uh, there's one story you want to talk about last, which that was already the plan. So, bleh. Good. So, let's talk about some trolling, which I find hilarious. Uh, Jedi Academy released for the Switch? I didn't even know that. I didn't either. Uh, Star Wars Jedi Academy, not one of my favorite games. I don't really like the way it controls. Have you ever played that game? No. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of just the way it controls and like the lightsaber physics, but I know a lot of people love the game. Uh, just because you get to be a Jedi, you can run around and hit things with your lightsaber. It released in 2003 on the PC, and so people have been playing it for 17 years. And it just released on the Nintendo Switch, which has, I'm going to say it, probably worse controls than a PC. And... Uh, yeah. Probably just a little bit. Probably, probably a little, little bit, little bit worse. So, uh, these veteran players, these people who have been playing for over a decade, were like, "Hey, I wonder if we can, if we can enable crossplay, if we can go and we can play with these Switch people." And they did. Um, it says here from Engadget, it says the issue was brought up by an unhappy Switch player, uh, like Max Payment. Apparently, that's the guy's name. It's Max Payment. Apparently, all you have to do is take the server IP address from a console match, which is clearly visible on the console, and enter it on the PC server browser and join. Uh, I joined a game where one player was absolutely mopping the floor with us. Uh, he had a Twitch.tv in his username. Sure enough, he looked him up, and he was playing on PC in a Switch server, absolutely decimating everyone. This is like... If, like, if we had Halo and we're like, hey, we're gonna, we're gonna play against, P like, we're gonna take our PC game, maybe, maybe not Halo, let's, like, Unreal Tournament. Say we have Unreal Tournament, we're like, we're gonna play this PC versus uh, Xbox console, Unreal Tournament, and then the, the people who have been playing Unreal Tournament since it came out will just destroy the, the players that are new and using inferior controls. I you, think... You want to you know something funny about that example? What? Unreal Tournament 3 for PlayStation 3 had mouse and keyboard support. Oh, did it? That is amazing. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think this is great. I think it's amazing. <laughs> um, it's, it's kind of surprising to me because Aspire is generally a pretty good developer uh, when it comes to like pretty much everything. Um, surprised that they had such a blatant oversight. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's kind of amazing they had such a blatant oversight, but I personally uh, think it's hilarious. And oh yeah, um, 
honestly, I think that they should just keep it in. And I, I don't mean just keep it in strict multiplayer. I, uh, I Yeah, so th- there are other games that do this. They do cross-platform multiplayer between PC and console, and they just have separate queues for them. Or in this case, it sounds like they have an actual like server browser and whatnot. So just have servers be limited to one control type or the other. Multiple yeah. other games have done this. Yeah, um, I, I, I think there should just be like a mode that's multiplayer and a, mo- a mode that's multiplayer cross-platform. That's it. That's all you got to do. Um, because I think, I think it would be... Uh, it, it's always good when you're able to play with more people, especially like let's say you and I have Jedi Knight, but we have a friend who wants to play it on the Switch. We could hop in with them and decimate um it says uh one thing obviously i disagree with and i think that they should work on is that uh pc players are apparently cheating and trolling new new users dudes with the n-word as their uh name are joining your switch public lobbies and spamming keybinds with various slurs obviously they should work on on finding a way to ban that or or at least mute those people. I know. I guess. Uh, I have a friend who, for a while, was going by Lezik online. I don't know why, but that's what the name he chose. Uh, but it was spelled L-E-Z-E-K. So Dark Souls would do asterisk, 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 E-K. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So... Um, he couldn't do Lezik because it was apparently lesbian is a or les is a, a slur and they did not want that in in the game. Um, but yeah, it says here at the very end, it says uh, others have suggested that crossplay remain in the game, uh, but with better control that so console gamers can join PC games in return and keep out trolls or players with 17 years of experience. Uh, and so far, Asper has not responded to the issues. I mean, realistically, it's a super easy fix. Just blur the freaking IP address if you don't want people joining your game. Like, that's all you have to do. Just make it so you can't see the IP address. Um, let's move on. Let's talk about Google Fi. Uh, a lot. It's, I marked this down as more things co- uh, companies should have also done. So uh, they are increasing data limits up to 30 gigabytes a month, and it has extended the payment uh, grace period. So I believe the grace period right now is 30 days. So if you miss your payment, you're not going to be charged anything extra. You're not going to be thrown into collections, anything like that. Um, let's say it's on the you know it's on the first. You have till the first of the next month to make that payment without having any repercussions. Most companies do that they're extending that grace period for 60 days instead of one month uh and they are making the the way that it's worded here is it's really weird so the unlimited plan has a a cap of ish of 22 gigabytes a month and if you go over the 22 gigabytes they throttle you down to 256 kilobits per second which is uh first generation dsl speeds which is amazingly bad but the 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 flexible plan is the one that that really matters so the flexible plan is such 
that you use a certain amount. Of, you can have a certain amount of gigs. I, I don't recall off the top of my head, but it's $10 a gigabyte uh, up until like 10 gigs and then you or, or 12 gigs or something like that. Uh, and then you have then you stop paying the the ten dollars a gig, I believe something like that. Uh, but it says the norm normally the flexible plan allows fifteen gigs of high speed data before being slowed down, which I don't know if they slow you down. I'm just it's really weird the way that they Google Fi, but basically they are upping that limit and. Uh, they're upping the data limit for unlimited users to 30 gigs a month before you, you get throttled. And they're upping the, the allowed data for the flexible plan as well. Again, something that they could have already done, right? Like, it's yeah. not just me thinking that. But, but, but then they wouldn't have made as much money. Yeah, see, so, okay, my, my internet here... So it does, uh, any member who uses over 15 gig gigabytes of data will experience slower data. But full speed data can be restored for $10 a gigabyte, which is okay. But I have two people on my plan. Uh, it says once a group of two members uses 10 gigabytes, data is free for the rest of the cycle. So I can pay $100 for data, uh, and then we get, Five gigs, quote, free, that's included with that. But then they throttle me unless I decide to pay five or $10 more for each gig of data. That's really weird. Thankfully, I only use about two to three gigs of data a month, uh, and that's with two people. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's annoying. But they are changing that. So if I go over the 10 gigs of data, they're actually upping that cap of free data to, um, I think it's 30 for that as well. So I don't know. Um, what, what do you think about this? Yes, it's 30 gigs. So after I use 10 gigs, um, I can use an additional 20 gigs a month uh, for free <laughs> included in the plan. You know, that's still a lot of money for data, but uh, it would be better than, you know, paying 10 cents a gig for, you know, 20 gigs of data. Uh, there, is Consumer Cellular doing anything like this? Not that I'm aware of. They haven't sent an email out or anything about it. Oh, well, that's unfortunate. Um yeah. Yeah, so a lot of companies are doing this. Um, the the grace period is being extended. The unlimited data is being increased. They should already be doing this. They have the bandwidth available to them, right? It's you shouldn't do good things only in a pandemic. <laughs> That's like, kind of where I'm at on mm -hmm. it. Is like, yeah, this is. It's cool that they're doing this, but they're they're doing it not not because like. They they suddenly have the resources to do it. They're doing it because they're being pressured by everyone else. Exactly. And other people are, are doing good things. Like, I just canceled my flight with, uh, with United, right? And I canceled that flight 
and now they're like, oh, we're we're waiving any change fees, uh, and we're waiving any cancellation fees. In fact, uh, I had a ticket that was non-refundable, and they were able they refunded it. Basically, they gave me they gave me travel credit for it, right? So like seven hundred dollars in travel credit. So they should already be doing that, but they're just greedy motherfuckers who. <laughs> Unless there's some reason for them to do something good, they won't do something good. Which is why it drives me crazy when people say, "Oh, we shouldn't have taxes. We shouldn't. We should have zero taxes," because that, if you have zero taxes on corporations and rich people who are already hoarding a lot of the money and already using whatever methods they can do to get to pay as little in taxes as possible. Do you really think that taking that money away from the government and then do you really think that's really going to help boost the economy or are they just going to hoard even more money? Because that's right. that's exactly what's going to happen. They're just going they're not going to spend that but they're already not spending that money. They're putting it in offshore bank accounts. They're they're screwing you over. And then when something like this happens, yeah, Bill Gates gave $25, $25 million into a, a COVID-19 like research thing, but he's worth like $50 billion. That is, yeah. that's like if it, we it gave was, them like 10 bucks. Yeah, uh, uh, that's what I was going to say is I think like someone did the math on what the equivalent of that would be. And it's, yeah, it's something like, like ten or fifteen dollars for somebody who makes twenty five thousand dollars a year or something. Yeah, it's 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 insane. And then we have, uh, I think in Oregon alone, on one day we had eighteen thousand people apply for unemployment. Um, we have, I think, the unemployment shot up. Now this is due to the pandemic, um. But it shot up to 3.5 million people or something like that, or 6 million people. Something like that have applied within the last month for unemployment, which is a few, a few people. Uh, I can't wait to see the unemployment numbers because um, that's one thing like Donald Trump has been like, oh, my God, we're doing great. Employment's great employment's up unemployment is at a record low and now it's gonna <laughs> now it's gonna be at like a record high and it's fucking amazing um let's move on and we're gonna talk about project tempo um apparently it's gonna be like stadia i guess uh this is from TechSpot. um so we have stadia we have geforce now we have Microsoft has their own cloud X gaming thing, right? My, I think that's what it's uh, called. X, X cloud, X cloud. Yeah. Um, so it says here, unlike Microsoft's X cloud, NVIDIA, uh, GeForce now project Tango is more like Google stadia in that all gaming is done wholly in the cloud. There will be no downloads or physical hardware needed to play just the internet connection to Amazon web services. Um, it says that uh, Amazon's ambitions aren't limited to allowing customers to game anywhere they want. The company is looking to push th into game development itself, which it's already been doing. I believe New World is a game that they're wanting to release. Um, they had another game 
I can't remember the name, but it was an esports game. I got into the beta and it was really bad, so they canceled it. <laughs> um, the company already has Amazon Game Studios, which released Air Patriots back in 2012 um, and teamed up with Athlon Games to create Lord of the Rings MMO. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're creating a Lord of the Rings MMO. Um, you mean Lotro? No. They're creating a no, new yeah. Lord of the Rings MMO. I, know, I was making a joke. You are uh, made a bad one. Uh, two two titles that are scheduled, blah, blah, blah. Uh, they also have Crucible and New World. Um, and I'm assuming uh, those would be included in the, like if you purchased this or if you, if you signed up for a subscription to this, you would get all of those games included. That would be stupid for them not to. Yes. Because people are actually kind of excited about New World. So what I'm expecting this to be will be uh, or end up being an evolution of the Twitch platform. What what I would imagine they'll do is they'll they'll launch it at least initially. It'll be nothing but like you can go to this website, you can play games, but they'll they'll want to turn it into what Stadia was advertised as, where you'll go to a YouTube channel where someone's live streaming NBA 2K21 or whatever and then you can click a button to start playing the game and then suddenly whoop you're playing the game you know uh, I'm sure that that's what Twitch will do What I there was also a game called Choice Chamber which I have Um, it connected with Twitch and like you would go into a room it's a very simple platformer but it would give your chat choices to um, be like, hey, do you wanna do you want this weapon to be a sword or a hammer or whatnot? And then the people in the chat could decide um, what weapon you were using, which I thought was really cool. Um, it was a it was a mediocre game at best, but the the interactivity really helped elevate that past uh, what it was... it, what type of game it was actually um, being. What was up? It was kind of like the first big uh, interaction with Twitch kind of game. Because uh, there were others around that time that tried to do interaction with Twitch. But I think that was that was the first one that actually managed to pull it off decently well. And right. got a lot of traction around it. Oh, it actually Obviously, says here... Mixer... It, I, I'm sorry, I'm interrupting you. Uh, it says here at the very last paragraph, it says, Amazon plans to introduce interactive games on Twitch this summer. This will <laughs> apparently use uh, allow Twitch viewers to play games with their favorite streamers at the same time. It says, we love the idea that we have a player, a streamer, and a viewer all sharing in the synchronous uh, interactive environment of Twitch. And I would be... I mean, I mean, Twitch will finally have sub five-second latency. <laughs> Uh no. No, no. They're they're not going to do that. Like I love uh FTL. Um but they really need to work on the coding of that because it's 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 so fast with FTL uh, and Normies just tuned out. They have no idea what I'm talking about. But um it's so fast with uh FTL that like one blip in your internet connection just fucks everything up for a few seconds. It, um, it, Mixer is definitely the most uh, temperamental. Yeah, uh, 
my my friend said that uh, FTL is basically just hanging on with a thread by a thread, which is why RTMP, while it, it does have more delay, you notice platforms like um, Twitch just are a lot more solid when it comes to streaming. You you don't get as many frame drops. You don't get as many like bumps when it comes to that. Uh, by the way, something I didn't know uh, about streaming that just happened. Uh, we can't stream on YouTube anymore. What? We can't stream on YouTube anymore. It now requires you to have a thousand subs. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, good thing that streaming on YouTube always sucked anyway. Uh, well, apparently, uh, from what I understand, and this is just a a side thing is that uh, a lot of white nationalists, Nazis, <laughs> uh, were making YouTube accounts and streaming. So they had to put in in regulations that said that that made it so that those people who were, you know, Nazis wouldn't be able to stream until they got a thousand followers. And presumably by the time they got a thousand subs, the the moderators would have caught that they were white nationalists and would have already banned their channels. Yeah. So while part of me is like, oh man, that sucks that we can't stream. On the other hand, I'm like, yeah, fuck Nazis. So <laughs> um so uh I was going to I, I looked up because I was curious as to why FTL would be so temperamental compared to RTMP. And I thought that it was because RTMP is a TCP protocol. And it is. That's oh. probably why. Is that is so what what what's our uh, FTL then? Is that a UDP? Uh, I, would, I would imagine it, it would have to be, right? I yeah, unless they created their own little port thing. Which I doubt. I doubt that they did that. Yeah. So nah. um yeah, I I like FTL. Uh, by the way, watch me on uh on Mixer on Fridays at six PM Pacific time. I'm gonna be doing Jackbox Party Pack games. Um we're gonna move on and we're gonna talk about our next story. Um yeah, last story. We got there. Do you wanna do you wanna talk about this? You were the one that wanted to talk about this last. Yeah, so um basically uh the the title initially uh because i think even yeah it just says bethesda hands out free steam copies of fallout 76 but the catch is obviously that you had to already own it on bethesda.net i guess uh i guess bethesda realized that nobody gives a shit about their their crappy launcher and uh people want to buy games on steam because it's the best platform for buying games on it's so uh, convenient it's so and it just like... otherwise has a ton of features that other platforms don't yeah like and being able to sort is... <laughs> but and, and other other platforms like just because they're so small they they don't have the the community to have a bunch of of reviews and have the curator system and and all that stuff. Right. Like there there's just so much that we, you you just you got to have steam. Um but uh, that wasn't why I wanted to to talk about this. Oh. Uh 
so I see this not as necessarily just them them saying, oh, people want to buy it on Steam, huh? Okay, fine. Because Bethesda wants to own their their platform and they they want to they want to be the gatekeepers to their own products yeah uh i think it's probably because they know that fallout 76 is failing has been a massive blatant failure yeah in the yeah it has yeah everyone <laughs> uh and I, I think they're trying to salvage that and it just uh the, the what what made me think that this was more important than it initially comes across as because honestly the fact that this is happening i don't think is really that that huge other than it's probably bethesda admitting yeah well, we know we're bad but before we go go into what you're thinking let's just say yeah. what they're doing so fallout 76 is a game that came out was over a year ago now right and it it's an oh. mmo it's a it's a massively multiplayer online fallout game uh i personally don't hate it i think that it's okay for the like i like doing exploration and stuff in the fallout games and it has that uh but pretty much everything else was out of it so uh you could group group up with your friends you could kill other players but there were no npcs there were no real um npc quests it was all like hollow tapes and stuff so it was that was bad i did not like that basically to purchase it you had to have the bethesda launcher uh it was heavily discounted like two weeks after it was released it was like 30 bucks which is unheard of so with the new update that releases i think they're releasing it on steam april 14th if you already own the game on the bethesda platform uh, you just you just link your Steam account to the Bethesda platform. It will then allow you to. It'll once it becomes available on Steam, you can download it on Steam and use that. They are also including if you purchase Fallout seventy six on Steam, then you get uh, Fallout one two and Tactics included, even if. Uh, you use the the link between if, if you get it for free on Steam, you also get Fallout One, Two, and Tactics for free on Steam. If you don't already have those games, so I already have Fallout One, Two, and Tactics like three times over. So uh, I love those games. So you know that's that's a neat little bonus. To be fair, they go on sale so much; it's like ten dollars. It's like a ten dollar giveaway that they're giving out, so it's not huge. But uh, I'll let Oroa continue on with his analysis. So um, the the comment on the story is is what made me more interested in in this whole thing. The singular that, comment. Yeah, I mean, it, it, there's only one comment for me, at least. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's only one comment because. <laughs> okay. um, and to be fair, I would make fun of it, but none of my store, none of my stuff gets any comments on my website. Go to go to reetonentertainment.com and leave a comment if you're listening to this. Just just say how much you love Aroa and Reeton. Go on. Uh, so they they said that even if Steam offered it for free, for those that don't already own it, like if they if they just gave the game away, 
I still wouldn't take it. I'm perfectly happy with Skyrim slash Fallout 4 and their massive selection of high-quality mods. And it made me think, you know what? Yeah, like, games, all of Bethesda's games uh, to this point have lived or died on how their modding community has managed to extend the game out. I don't know anyone who plays vanilla Skyrim or whatever with unless with, they're without even like like I played vanilla Skyrim when it came out yeah. um but even then I downloaded mods to um make the experience better like one mod that released because the game kind of kind of is broken the engine kind of sucks it would only allow you to use up to like two gigs of ram and, oh yeah yeah and so there's a mod that allows you to use more ram uh and then also just like hd textures and stuff to and that right. was released like right away what were stuff like that and so i don't know if i ever fully played skyrim without a single mod on it and that's kind of where I where I think that Fallout 76's biggest failure is that, like, sure, the game itself isn't very good. Um, no. And there are a lot of flaws in various areas. But I think the biggest one is that they don't even have the option to try to play with mods. I... They don't even have the choice of having a private server, a truly self-hosted private server, no. where you can have your own modded content in there to get people to want to buy and play the game. I would have preferred if they had a single-player Fallout experience, like Fallout 4, with the ability to bring friends in. So, I, I, yes and no. I I think having um, having seen and experienced Skyrim online, it's not as cool as it sounds. Well, I mean, obviously, Skyrim is different because that was made as a single player game. I think that there should be like okay, um, go back to the Sega Dreamcast. We spoke about this last week. Fantasy Star Online had a single player experience, but then you could also hop into multiplayer. I think that they should have had they they should have done something like that where you have the ability to do multiplayer to do raids and stuff, but you could also have a single player experience. That that's just me. Maybe I'm weird. And and maybe like we don't know everything that's coming in the Wastelanders update. They they are adding NPCs and like a lot of other quality of life things that people wanted maybe they'll push the game in that direction since obviously Bethesda's plan right now is to get as much mileage out of Fallout 76 as they possibly can even if it ends up costing them money because they just don't have any other games that they can put out right now right like they don't so... Starfield uh by the way I did look up Starfield yes the uh the trailer was in 2018 November of 2018 I think so yeah. it's been a couple of years. Um, Starfield it, like, isn't anywhere near. Um, Elder Scrolls Six isn't anywhere near um, completion. So they've they've got to milk uh, Fallout Four and Fallout Seventy Six for all they can get. And that's I, I think must have been the plan 
was that they'd release 76 and then maybe like a year later they'd come out with a massive expansion for it and that would they they'd just do that for like three or four years and it would be successful because it's a Bethesda game and those have to be successful, right? Right, guys? Yeah. And instead, everything's kind of fallen apart. And I wonder if that would have been mitigated had they just put in a, a modding system of some kind. If they had not focused so much on microtransactions and DRM and just made it like every other Bethesda game that's been released in the last ever so what what I think is be, because MMOs are a different beast than a single player game. So modding I believe would need to be if you use the official servers no modding. Yeah. Yeah, use, it, it would yeah. be exactly the same as cuz it's it's just Conan Exiles and uh, Ark yeah. and all that stuff. That's all it is. So I would I would say if if they were to do that, which who knows, maybe in the future they will do something like that. Um, but let's say you have the, the official servers, no modding, no enhancements, nothing like that. You don't want to give yourself uh, a leg up on other people, and that would just get wildly out of control. But if you have a private server, um, do something like they they've done with Fallout 4 where they have curated mods where they are are kind of tested i don't know if it's like by the community a little bit by bethesda before they're put up and then you're able to do those mods to your specific server i i would i would like that it would take a lot more development and i i really doubt that the engine would be able to handle something like this but um world of warcraft has an integrated modding uh system Right. Uh, like that that's what makes the game playable is its add-on system. And yeah. the reason that it works as well as it does is that it is tightly integrated into the game and it limits what you're able to do. It limits it so that like you can't say have a macro that you push one button and it does your entire rotation for you. You can't have yeah. it to where you you can have like a grid of all the enemies on screen and you can just click on each one and t- to do targeted attacks and whatnot. If they could even have something like that where it's it's limited modding capability but it's built into the foundation of the game, like a- anything like that would at least help. It would allow people the chance to try to fix the things that everyone hates about Fallout 76 instead of it just being what it is. And being this gargantuan mess. And I think if they don't do that, it's never going to be what they they they, they want it to be. And I, I I believe that it's never gonna be what they want it to be. That it's even if they implement that stuff, Fallout seventy six was such a a disaster at launch and for the first, you know, year and a half of being released that it doesn't matter what they do at this point. They could change the game dramatically like they plan on doing with the Wastelanders update and people still are not going to jump on board. The, you're, you're right. The only game that had such an amazingly bad launch and somehow recovered that I can think of in modern times is Final Fantasy 14. 
because I don't know how they did it, but when it released, it was not very good, not very well received. I had some fun with it, but it had a lot of flaws. Uh, one of which being that a potted plant had as many polygons on it as a character model. Well, I... it, it you're also omitting No Man's Sky. That's true. No Man's Sky did do did do pretty well as well. I I forgot about that, but I was I was speaking more specifically MMOs. But okay. um, I see what you're saying. No Man's Sky it, it did add multiplayer stuff, so that's it, it. It's had a good turnaround as well. Um, yeah, like it, the, these things can be done, but like in the the conclusion that I was I was trying to come to in some roundabout way, and I wasn't really getting there before I interrupted but, you. Well, no, no, you're <laughs> fine. Uh, is that like this? It's it, it's interesting to me that I think that they wanted Fallout seventy six to have all this longevity. And to to be this mainstay title, when Valve uh, has shown that you don't even really have to do a whole lot if you give your community complete control over your game. Yeah. Looking at looking at any any Valve game where they they've released an SDK for it, T TF two, uh, all the Half Lives like. And and I bet you that even Half-Life Alex is going to have a longer lifespan, infinitely longer lifespan than 76, because Valve goes out of their way to empower the community to do what they want to do with their games. And that's what Bethesda did with Skyrim. That's what they did with Fallout 4. That's just what they've done since Morrowind. And I don't know why it's so hard for them to to realize that, like, that that's what they're going to end up needing to do and maybe whenever the wastelanders update inevitably fails maybe they'll they'll do something like that but why I, do I you think it's gonna it fail it's gonna fail it's gonna fail pretty hard <laughs> um i i might after the wastelanders update because i do own the game so it's not going to cost me anything to try out the wastelanders wastelanders update so i may download that on steam and play the wastelanders update and give a report on that um but i'm not expecting very much out of it to be fair and i i'm pretty low level because i haven't played the game in like a year and a half i played it for like the first month and then i just quit because it wasn't very good um anyway i will say that's the end of our show so thank you for being here, Aroa. Yep, no problem. No problem. You should play a Jackbox Party Pack with us uh, when we play it at some point. And, Maybe and, I will. And buy me Jackbox Party Pack 6. Anyway, um, I will be here next week. Uh, I don't know if Ro Aroa will be here, but I will definitely be here. And uh, we'll see you then. Thank you for being here, Aroa. No problem. Goodbye. Bye-bye.